0: Tonight we will be talking about um, uh, something that the Lord has laid dearly on my heart uh, to talk about and not sure how much of it we'll get through tonight uh, on this podcast, but to, to, to at least get it started. So I, I was puzzling about uh, six months ago about uh, putting this podcast together and um, and not knowing what it was that God wanted me to talk about. Um, and I'm one to to not try to get ahead. I've learned not to try to get ahead of him. So what has happened was, and I, I'm not one that starts stuff like podcasts and all of that stuff. That just not me. Now, I can talk and, 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 and counsel. I can do that and feel good about that part of it. But starting something like a podcast or a talk show or whatever you might want to call it, that just, I didn't see myself doing that. And so uh, I kept pondering and pondering. I was telling somebody uh, the other day that I rebelled against the Lord for not doing it. I mean, that's what he wanted me to do. And I I rebelled against him because I didn't want to do it. But he wouldn't let it go away. He kept putting it on my heart. And, and every time I watch television or listen to the radio, that came up. And so I said, "Well, you know what? I, I gotta do it because I gotta get some rest." And I said, "My age, I I can't be missing no rest. And I I gotta I gotta man, I gotta sleep. So I said, I the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm gonna start it. I don't know where you want me to start, but I know you do. So I'm gonna start it. And then wherever you lead me, that's what I'm gonna do. I said, I don't even know what I'm gonna talk about, but you do. So what I'm going to do depend on you. It, and besides, it's your show. It's, 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 it's your thing. It's not mine. I'm just going to be available for you to use me. So so tonight, um, we'll be dealing with uh, an episode. Uh, it'll be episode number seven, which will be the one that, that seven is, is significant. But uh, it's just ironic that I'm I'm having to have you two, possibly you three, because there'll be another uh, pastor coming on if he can get out of class. Um, um, he's going to try to make it on his break time. But the one thing that I want to do is to go ahead and get started. But I want to introduce you guys. Uh, we've got some good, good, uh, uh, two good uh, people, men and women of God. Uh, I want the, the audience to know, those that are listening, that God has blessed uh, this show tonight uh, as he always have. Uh, with two good people that can stand on God's word and, and know it, believe in it, and teach it and preach it, and have no and and have no reservation about standing on His word and trying to uh, allow people to understand that they're not afraid of what they're saying when it comes to the word, and they're not afraid of how people are going to receive what they're saying when it comes to giving God's word. So tonight we've got two strong men, man and woman of the Lord. Uh, And I always, uh, I was always told to always put uh, women first uh, when it comes to walking. Uh, In in that case, we're going to introduce uh, a good cousin of mine. I just had to say that. She probably didn't want me to say it, but I got to say it. A good cousin of mine, uh, Minister Taffeta, uh, uh, Doby, and uh, and then we have uh, Reverend Marcus Evans. So we got two good people that stand on the Word of God, and who is not afraid to talk about what God has has given them. Now the episode that we're going to be dealing with tonight is what God gave me, and here's what it says: Whatever happened to the real church? I was talking to somebody today about that, and it just blew their mind because they said to me, they said, you know, I never thought about that, but that's a good subject. That's a good topic because something has happened. Something has happened, and they were telling me that when they were growing up, all the things that they were doing in the church and how they got around to to, uh, uh, going to the church and getting to where they are today because of the church and all the things that the church had done for them, and so they're wondering now what what happened. And so it was a, it's a good topic. It's a good uh, as some people would say it's a good argument to come up and talk about it. And 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 let's digest that tonight. And let's dive into it. So I got two good people tonight that's going to explain to us uh, what happened. What whatever happened. So in opening comments, I'm going to ask Minister, Minister Tapper Dolby, if you don't mind, just kind of. In your in your mind, just kind of give me a give us an overview of what you think may have happened to the church, the real church. Now we're not talking about just the old church. Somebody said the old church. Well, I'm talking about the real church, uh, the the church that that stood out. And so, so so if you would just kind of in your own words, just just maybe kind of just give us a summary of what you think it was, and then and then Reverend Marcus, you can come behind her and and give us your opinion on it.
1: I think it's like a collection of uh, a lot of things. Um, we don't fellowship like we used to. In the real church, people were more concerned with the whole family instead of just the body um, that they that was in the four walls. They really reached out and did uh, missionary work. Uh, they worked outside of the four walls. It was oftentimes they did gatherings and um discipleship and different type of ministry that went outside of the four walls today is always about me and mine and so not in all churches but just some of them and so we got away from reaching out sometimes and, and then also taking care of the ones that was you know if they reached out then sometimes they did not take care of the ones that was on the inside mm. uh, people will pay their tithes and all the you, and you know you do it if you got in need in the body of Christ would come to your rescue sometimes that's just not the case and so um, that's not something that can be probably uh, grasped in probably one word it's just so many different facets of the church right. and so with that being said a lot of it you know of the real church is lacking some time today
0: wow that's a that listen uh, that is so true uh, I'm wondering however um, Because as I remember, and and Reverend uh, uh, Evans, I'm going to let you chime in in just a minute here. But what I remember is is in the real church back in the days uh, when I was coming along, the the church was like family to me. And whatever I needed uh, or my family needed, we we could go to the church. And everybody there that was in the church was like family. And so, so we, we ate together, we played together, we prayed together. We, 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 we just, we did the things that, that, that you do normal in church. um When we had church uh, Bible, Bible school, Bible class and all of that stuff. And, and Lord knows when revival came in that house was packed, you know what I'm saying? And so, but, but everybody knew each other, everybody loved each other, everybody took care of each other. You didn't have this talking negative about one another because everybody was in the same fix. you know now you didn't have as much as I had because we didn't have much you know at all, and you didn't have much, so you couldn't talk about me, you know, we were in the same boat, but we loved one another and and we took care of one another and and so that's the thing that 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 bothered me is, you know, somewhere down the line, if if I had to say and ask a question, what what happened to it? Who 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 ran it away? Who who took it away? Who who's responsible? I wanna blame somebody. Who 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 do I blame? You know what I'm saying? Because I want that back. I want that back. And I, I just wanna know, did the deacons do it? You know the, the, the church members do it, and 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 I'm not sure, uh, minister. If you ever heard me say this before, but I said it once before, uh, and I know Reverend Marcus heard me say it before. But that there's two types of people in the church, and and that you see today, in today's church. If you walk into the church now, you've got to see it from a spiritual standpoint. You won't see it from a physical standpoint. Some stuff you will, but inside the church of today. There's two types of people On one side of the church There are church members Okay On the other side of the church There are Christians Now when you If you want to know well, who's who Just look at who's Praising the Lord And look at who's Praising and Watching their cell phone <laughs> And 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 just look at who's paying attention to what the pastor and the minister are, is 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 saying. And look at at the same time, look across and see who and what the other ones are doing. And I guarantee you they're not paying attention to what the what the preacher is saying. So, it's easy to recognize which ones are church members and which ones are Christians. And I have seen this. This is me now. This is me talking. But I have witnessed in churches that of today that there are more and more church members than there are Christians in the church. Now the Christians, <laughs> these are the people who are gonna clap and they're gonna witness to the word and they man, and they're gonna have themselves a good time. But but you see the church members sitting over there, they just just to themselves in a world of their own. And so you want to know why the church is not where it used to be. We got to first find out why are those church members acting the way they're acting. Something has caused them not to be excited to come into the house of the Lord. Something has caused that. Some they've heard something. Somebody done told them something. But but they they're, they're not coming there to worship and to praise the Lord. But they're coming there for other reasons. And somehow we gotta find out. We got do. We just gotta find out. And I'm crazy enough to ask them, "What are you here for? Do you need a miracle and all of that stuff?" So so it, does that make sense to y'all? I mean, I don't. I didn't mean to take over the conversation, but but I'm just wondering what whatever happened because I. I was telling the Lord, I want that back. I I, 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 you know, I'm used to seeing folks running around, shouting and and just giving God all kinds of praise. And when they hear the name Jesus, I'm used to seeing folks just shouting and praising and clapping their hands. And I'm not used to you you know, with your phone just tapping. I'm just not used to that. What you think about that, Reverend? I think we have, you
2: know, it, it hits with what you said it really is home with what you said and it's not a it's not the problem that's that's dealing with uh, because we got we, we we have this kind of uh, uh device and we got social media i think it all stems from it, it all it all comes from is that yeah. there used to be a song
0: All right, we're live and ready to go. Uh, once again, I want to thank my uh, good friend. And as we get ready to start this podcast for this week, again it will be part two on this episode, episode seven to be exact. Uh, last week we had a great discussion. and I had uh, Reverend Marcus Evans with me last week, and uh, we didn't get—we just didn't get finished. There was just so much more that I think that we can add to. Uh, the the episode that we were talking about last week, which is this week we're going to be dealing with whatever happened to the real church. You know, I, I was thinking about that, man, some more, and the more I think about it, the more I realize that there's a lot more to it than, than what we even talked about last week. And we probably didn't even touch the the, the, the top of, of, uh, of the subject of whatever happened. So, I was talking to some other folks, and I got some more stuff I want to deal with tonight and kind of get your thoughts on that, but I want to kind of review what we talked about last week. I asked you, what were your thoughts on, on some of the reasonings as to why you think the church is not the way was when you and I first started going to church. And you know the 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 just the the thought of going to church nowadays is different than the thought of going to church in the days that you and I was coming up and how we remember it. You remember I said last week that to me, to me, the church back in those days was like family. Yeah. Everybody knew each other, everybody supported each other, everybody no matter what they were going through they always knew that the next next no, next door neighbor was always going to be there for them, and they were going to be there for the next door neighbor. So it didn't, didn't matter what they were going through. Everybody was going to be there to help them. Now everybody's got their own thing. They, they, you know, nowadays, the, the church doesn't stand for, for the things that we used to know that it stands for now. Everybody's selfish. And so you were talking about some things last week. You gave us some ideas, as, uh, or some reasonings, rather, on, on what you thought uh, the reasons why we went through that and where we are today. So I want to expound on that a little bit more. Again, just for some of those who may not have been on the on the podcast and didn't get a chance to, to listen to it uh, on this stream and uh, Facebook Live. So I want to make sure that we kind of just review. So in your own words, uh, Reverend, uh, Reverend Marcus Evans, for those of you who don't really know him, you'll get to know him. This is the reason why I wanted him on here because he's very knowledgeable man of God, knows the word, not afraid to tell you what the word says and stand on the word. So those three things in his life, you're going to find that's going to happen. He, he's doing it. So Reverend, I want you to tell us just kind of in your own way, what do you think one of the reasons or some of the reasons why you think the church of uh, the real church is not the church of today? In your own well, way. Well,
2: if you look at like last week when we were talking, you know, we we, we we brought up some good points about you know, why we think that we have, have uh, gotten away from
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I think that's a good term, gotten away from uh-huh. The, the, the church of old to where we're at right now
1: mm-hmm. is uh, uh, and the, the, the biggest thing that we can pull out of that is that because we have
2: gotten away from the values that have been instilled in us that brought us from that point to where we come from to where we are now mm-hmm. and I think we, we as Christians we as Christians now. Mm-hmm. I like I, I like that word. You, you you say Christians, and you got Christians, and you got church goers or church members, right? But we That's but right. we as we as Christians mm-hmm. we should understand that uh, it's God that has brought us from a mighty long way. That's it's right. God that, it's God that has kept us from the existence of time to where we are now, uh-huh. and. The biggest thing is we have lost value. We have lost the value in that. And if we can just regain that value, uh I, I said it, I said it last week and Miss Calvin and, and uh, in her in her uh absence, she stated that too that, that we have gotten away from what was more most valuable to us. And that was point blank, like you said at the beginning. The family. Mm -hmm. The family. Mm -hmm. We had, we, when we went to church, when we went to church, I remember growing up in True Vine, when we went to church in True Vine, we, it felt when you went to church every Sunday or, or you went to church on Saturday for a meeting or you went to Sunday school or you went to BTU, you went to vacation Bible uh, school it felt like family because when you got there you just didn't see the young people you saw the family it had a family a, a, a family it was family sitting that's right and that's right we have gotten away from that we have gotten away from that we, 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 we want to send our children to church now <laughs> you know we want we want, to, we, don't want, to, we, don't want to, we need to take our children to church join them in church. But we've gotten away from that. That's that's the
0: most uh, biggest thing we've gotten away from our value. So, so Reverend, let me ask you this, and um, I know that you mentioned something to that effect last week. But uh, some of the things that that I found out after talking to some folks um, about what their thoughts on um, reasonings as to why the church or whatever happened to the real church and and what, what were some of the causes, and I want to just read uh, some of those again, because some people may uh, maybe on on the uh, on the uh, listening podcast tonight that were not here last week, so here's some of the things that they mentioned. They said uh, these are some reasons why they thought that the church is in the fix that it is today. First, the church today has been compromised, and, and and that word compromise is is huge, and we we gonna we gonna get into that in just a little while. And and somebody said that the modern church is about entertainment now, and so so you want to know what what happened to the real church? Well, the real church has turned into entertainment now, and it's a show. It, it's become a show now, a movie, and so and then another person said that the the church is more about personality. Than it is about Jesus. That's right. So so folks ain't folks that took Jesus out of, it, they want you to see me. They don't want you to see Jesus. I don't want you to see Jesus. I want you to see me. Don't worry about Jesus. Worry about me. It's me. I'm in charge now. And that's what they have done, they've taken Jesus out of. It. And then somebody said that they see st- things like expensive sneakers on yeah. pastors. When pastors are trying to tell people that Listen, you're supposed to help each other. And don't put your value into substance here on this earth. Put your value in in the word of God. But here you are wearing these high-priced sneakers and you're trying to tell somebody that they, they don't worry about that, don't do that, don't do that. And there you are doing the same thing. So so the priorities is how I see this has been changed. And, and I can see and understand why they would say that it's been compromised because it's not the same. So uh, let me pause here and see if... uh, I I know that there's one person that came on this podcast and I'm not sure. I know I can't see her yet. I don't know if she'd have her camera on, but uh, Dr. Uh, Door, if you're on, can you hear me? So she may not be able to hear me and uh, I I know that uh, she's listening Yes,
3: I'm here. I'm sorry. Th- th- there, she
0: there she is. Uh, uh, Reverend Marcus, this this is one of my top students, I like to say, in the class that I got now. Very versatile, very uh, diverse in the Word of God. And so, uh, Dr. Dora, we're talking about uh, whatever happened to the real church and some reasonings that uh, we think that the, the, the people need to know and understand as to what is causing the real church not to be the real church today. It's, uh, the back in the days when we were talking, we were talking about how we saw church and, and the church was like family back in the days and everybody was on one accord. We we didn't do a lot of arguing with each other. We, we did a lot of things together, but arguing among each other wasn't one of them. And so not, not to say that we didn't argue, but we, we stood together and we were on one accord 99% 99% of the time. And so, in your own words, uh, just kind of just bring you into the picture, if you don't mind, kind of tell us what your thoughts are on and why uh, you think that the church, uh, well, I'm just going to use the, the, the topic, What whatever happened to the real church, and, and where do you think uh, we are with that now, and what causes the church to be where it is today? Today.
3: Today, um, well, I grew up in a kind of small Baptist church, like you said, kind of family oriented. And so, you see a lot of the churches now that are still built on family, um, but gone away from working collectively as a family. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, Make a lot of sense.
3: Uh huh. So, (laughs) um, because because the, the, the thing with family is, um, family, we can, even in the church, instead of putting aside our differences, we bring our differences to church.
1: Mm. And That's so right. uh, That's you, right. have,
3: you have competition,
1: yeah.
3: uh, you have malice. all those things that we're supposed to come to church to get, you know, uh, work on or work out of us, mm. we bring with us and it causes a, a bit of a divide over time.
0: I can see that happening because more and more times people have become more Uh, instead of being more family and group oriented they become individuals and so they're starting to bring um, individual issues to the church Uh, and and the issue uh, started at home whereas in the older days and I say the older days I I need to say the days of the past um, you, you didn't see a lot of that people didn't even talk about if they were having marital problems they didn't talk about that they didn't bring that to church. You sometimes you would never know that that they were having that issue. But when they, you know when they got back at home, you probably would notice that. But at church, you didn't see that. Everybody still was on one accord. But nowadays, it's totally different. Everybody don't care if you know. I don't care if you know that 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 I'm divorced and I got this new lady with me today. I don't care about that. I don't care. And so <laughs> this this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? This is what I want. So I ain't care about how you that You do your thing, I do my thing. And we talking leaders of the church. We ain't just talking about average people. We talking about the leaders of the church. That's what you're seeing now. And so we have to tackle that. And I I was one of the ones that would always say that sometimes when God puts something on your mind and your heart, it's, it's always for a reason. Um, and when you don't move on it, then he uses somebody else. But he gives right. you an opportunity first to be able to, to do something because he has equipped you to, to do some things with that, to handle that, or to speak that, or to work that out with folks. But when you don't do it, he has to move forward and, and maybe give it to somebody else. So so that's one of the things. So I wanted to just kind of give us an overview as to, so when we started this, an overview as to uh, what we think that uh, the real reason that we don't have the real church anymore, because the real church in the days were more like a family, where most people when they went to church they actually looked forward to going to church. The the kids got a chance to to mingle with the other with friends and all of that stuff. So it was like a family, but nowadays it's separate and all of that. So, I, but let me just say something uh, that I found. Uh, today when I was sharing some things with some people. And there's some things that came up out of the conversation. So if you and uh, uh, Reverend Marcus don't mind, let me just give y'all about four or five things that, that came up in the discussion about what they thought was the issues, the real issues about whatever happened to the real church because you don't see this now. The first thing they said, they said that the vision and strategy they're not aligned together. So so the strategy and the vision for the church are not in line. They're, 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 they're off cue. They're off beat. They're not aligned with each other. The second thing, and I'm going to come back and talk about some of that because I asked the question, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? So we're we going to do that, okay, if I have time. The second thing was said that the culture that, that they have works against the vision that they have. The culture that they have is working against the vision. That's a big one because I see a lot of that in today's church. You got a different culture now. So the vision that you have that the, that the Lord gave to the pastor, the vision is not aligning itself up with the culture that you have. And it's not because of, of, of what God gave the pastor is wrong. It's the folks that that's in there. And so, it's the culture that you're dealing with. That's the second thing. third thing, they said the structure uh, that restricts, they got structured, the structure that they got set up, rather, restricts growth instead of releasing it. So, whatever structure that they got, it's, it's put in place or it is not allowing growth. So, that's a big one. The next thing they said was there's a lack of clear outreach focus. Now, that's a good one because in our churches today, if you notice, and I know both of you have paid attention to that, if you notice that there is a a lack of clear outreach focus, we ain't focused on on anything else outside those walls that, that we're in now. We ain't focusing on going outside the wall and going into the community and helping the community like the church used to do <laughs> you had you had churches supporting schools churches be helping to babysit helping to 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 uh uh to be uh, teachers and 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 tutors and things like that but but that ain't happened like it used to happen and so those are some of the things that 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 they were talking about and that that really struck me and and, and listen if you want to know something Ask people, they'll tell you. So, what do y'all think about that? I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it open for you just a few minutes to kind of expound on that in your own words, because those things was powerful for me. So, what do y'all, what do y'all so you think th- about that? He
3: said, "What was the fifth
0: thing?" I mean... Yeah, I only gave you four. I don't think oh, I gave okay, you but four. four.
3: Okay, okay. this sure. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was driving the man, so I, could, I can see. Um. I I can I guess I could have just about agree with a little of each of them. Um, the lack of the outreach. Um, you know I guess that like it is people are starting to try to figure it out now because the churches were almost uh, abandoned. I guess you could say they had to figure out a different strategy to even keep the church in survival mode to recruit new members. Um, so the outreach was. Yeah, especially at my church. They were trying, but it was kind of slack. Like I said, the workers are, uh, the work is plenty, but the labor is, laborers are few. Wow. And so you'll have a few people who commit to doing projects, mm-hmm. uh, and then a, a few can be effective, but it's not as effective as the, uh, the full body working together on different occasions to, you know, to, like you said, to go out The community, four or five people from a church with thousands of people are only going out. And they said, Well, what's wrong with the other percentage of the the ministry? Mm -hmm. Right. If if
0: you remember, Reverend Marcus, do you have a comment you want to make on that before I make a comment? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll
2: come in
0: now. Okay. If you remember, um, the Bible talks about us going out and teaching. And there's a reason why He wants us to do that. Because And he said that we'll be able to be doing greater things than he did. There's a reason why he said that. Because it's going to be more of us. We'll be able to cover a whole lot more territory. God did not create us and his church for us to just sit in his church. The people in the biblical days, if you were to do your research, you'll find out that they came to church to worship. True enough, they came to worship and they came to pray. And it came to lift up the name of Jesus. That's true. But they also came to make sure that they understood what the vision was that God wanted them to have. So that they can go out and help others. The whole idea was to keep it going. And the only way that we can continuously to to get people to know more about Jesus Christ. Is that we got to go out and tell them. People don't know where you live. Most of the people that you are dealing with, they don't even know what church you're going to. Sometimes you'll mention to a certain amount of people, but you ain't telling everybody what church you go to. And sometimes if you were to do an assessment of your 24 hours that God gave you, I can guarantee you, and I'm willing to go out on the limb and say that I guarantee you 95% of your day is not spent with talking about the Lord. And, and and that's the thing that we have to make sure that we always do is stay connected with him. And we're not doing that. And if we're not staying connected with him, how can the vision go forward that we talked about? How can that happen? How can we go forward and be able to do the things that God wants us to do? Because the work that God wants us to do is not in the church. Anybody agree with that? So, so in, in the comments, you guys have about that. Well, if you if
2: you take a look at it, and, and, and it's, 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 it's so it's it's so plain, but it's it's like it's like uh, uh, it's plain enough to see, but you don't see it, and and the reason why I say it's plain enough to see it. It's because this is the reason why you you, you, you hit you, 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 you hit on you hit on the head when you say that you know he he sent us out he didn't send us out
1: one at a time he sent us out by twos mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. he sent us out by twos and in other words
2: everything in the Bible you got to have prayer and you got to have dedication. Can't have one without the other. That's right. So 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 just like grace, if you got grace, mercy has to come along with it. Uh huh. So so what I'm saying is that is that we have to understand the reason why the stuff is happening today in today's church. The reason why this stuff is going on is because we think we can do it. God. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have, to, we have to have God in the equation. God has to be the total equation. He has to be, it has to be centered around him. So the, the, the vision, in order for us to to, 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 to uh, uh follow the vision, we must be what getting some direction from God.
0: That's right.
2: You know, in, in order for us But see, what we don't want to do is we we, we we more or less want direction from God. We don't want want direction from the pastor. When the pastor says something, we want to go contrary to that. Um, But what we need to be doing is praying and fasting about these things that come up. So yeah, we've gotten away from those things because we've, we've left out the equation that if it involves us, it has to first evolve. It has to first start with God.
0: That's right. God
2: has to be in the equation, and this is how 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 how, how it come about that. There. Yes, there's compromise in the church. The reason why there's compromise in the church is because there is no coming together. Hmm. There is no coming together.
0: Right. Let's just talk about that word compromise, because <laughs> because that's a big part of what's happening in the church. The, the word of God in his church has been compromised, in my opinion. And, and so now y'all can chime in anytime you want. I just want us to get a good understanding of whatever happened to the real church. And that's the, that's the episode and topic that we're talking about tonight. And the reasons why we don't have that same church that we had yesterday is because the word of God has been compromised in the church and in other words it's it's not being taught the way that God wants it to be taught it's being compromised the leaders are compromising God's word to fit the circumstance and the situation that they want the people to know that they're surrounded with that's not how God wants it to work God's word is absolute it is to the point it is the truth he said, "Don't add to it. Don't take away from it." And so, what we have to understand is is that the thing that we're talking about in uh, in one one of the books that we're, we're dealing with now in the class that we're teaching, and Doctor Dora can tell you that uh, is the Holy Spirit. And 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 Doctor, I'm gonna pause for ten seconds, if you would, just kind of tell them what you what you what you've been talking about in the class. About the, the Holy Spirit? Um, well, that's the. Oh,
3: someone said that. Oh, excuse me. Um, talking about the Holy Spirit, we were talking about his essential purpose of why he was left here for us on, um, on earth um, to be our guide, to help us um, make decisions, to comfort us. Um, And and to help us live I guess you could say a purposeful life you know. Because apart from God We can do nothing So him giving us a helper Is for our decision making uh, For our correction And guidance Um, You know and so I guess I could say Blessing for me is because I'm studying it two times I'm doing it studying with my Bible study group And so you learn that When you have the Holy Spirit That benefits that when you learn about the Holy Spirit, excuse me, you learn that benefits come with you uh, in welcoming him in and allowing him to be present in your life. And so, um, whether it be the gift of knowledge or um, or tongues or whatever it is that God he uses uh, to, to help us in our day-to-day lives, um, he's a, He's one of the most vital uh, assets that we have for life on earth.
0: That's right. And so, and, and I was teaching in the class, uh, uh, Reverend and those that are listening I was teaching in the class about the Holy Spirit how valuable he is to us and, and how God wants him to manifest himself in our lives uh, we can customize him as to what our needs are if, if, we need, if we need to be healed he can heal us if we need to be delivered he can deliver us from some stuff if, if we need some walls to come down he's got the power to make it happen And so anything that we need for him, if if we just need somebody uh, to comfort us, and he'll be there to comfort us. So we can customize the Holy Spirit and that benefit that what what Dr. was talking about is some of those things that I'm just laying out um, that, that you can get from having the Holy Spirit. And if we understand him, then he'll give us the things that we need that God wants us to have. The reason why that that, that the church is being compromised is because the leaders have compromised the word of God. And what causes them to compromise the word of God? There's several things that could happen which will cause them to compromise the word of God. If selfish need is one, you know, and and they want people to think again. Uh, Another one, they want people to think that um, it, they're more than who they are, who they really are, and so and they don't want people to to get mad at them because now they see value in what they're saying if it's going to affect them from a financial standpoint. So God's word has been compromised to ensure that, that these folks, if they get money, they get paid high. They don't want that to go away. That some some of these leaders don't even want to work a job. And so they, they ain't going to want to leave that, that, that top dollar that they're getting. And so they'll compromise what God's word says and make it sounds like and seems like that's what God means. And that's what his word means. And that's not what it said. You cannot get a great understanding, a clear understanding of God's word if you're not led by the Holy Spirit. Period. Period. Right, you can get 100 degrees, <laughs> doctoral degrees, 100 master degrees. It ain't going to mean a hill of beam. If you don't have the Holy Spirit that's going to lead you and guide you okay. and teach you those okay. things, you're just wasting your time. Okay. So so does that make sense to you? So when I... Go ahead, Reverend. Go ahead, go ahead Reverend. The beautiful thing about this is this.
2: And it makes you go back. It makes you go back because it, again, I want you to look at talking about the church of old, uh, look at the church of old and the church of uh, now. And this is the beautiful thing about it the word of God doesn't change. The word of God doesn't change. So the word of God that was preached back then, the word of God mm-hmm. is still the word of God now. That's right. And but we have to understand that this is what God said. God said, back then, he said, where there's two or three, Mm -hmm. touching and agreeing. That's right. He said, in my name, he said, I will be in the midst. So that hasn't changed from back then to now. What has changed is this. The two or three that's touching and agreeing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the, the, two,
2: the two or three that's touching the green.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's that's there's right. no
2: more. There's no more green. There's no more touching. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, that's right. There's no more come together and studying God's word. It's now. It's it's, it's it's how I feel. Yeah. What I think.
0: Yeah. This is what we're going to do. That's right. So so let me ask you this, Reverend. Why are you saying that? And, and, and I agree with you 120, 110%. Hey, God's word does not change. The people change, but God's word will not change. Now, how you teach God's word will change because right, right. You, if you don't have a clear understanding and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to, 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 to take you to a spot where he wants you to go and teach his word and teach it the way he wants you to be taught or teach it, Then you're gonna get offline, and then sometimes you do it on purpose because you got a different motive, and God knows your intentions, okay? Don't don't you fool yourself. God knows your intentions, intentions. And so, but his word never changes how you teach it, will change it. The, The Bible says, the Bible says that come as you are. Now, that's a statement that the Bible says come as you are I guarantee you that you can get a hundred people together and you'll get at least twenty to twenty-five different interpretation of what that statement meant that's right that's right <laughs> that so 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 and and there's reasons why you're gonna get that many folks to determine that and to, to have those differences and so when when I tell you that if you're not led by the Holy Spirit, then you're not going to teach the way that God wants his word to be taught. Amen. I, and I hope that makes sense to you. That's right. why the Bible says study. The Bible didn't say right. read his word. No. He said study and show thyself approved. Right. And so, because when you're studying, you gotta do some work. There's work That's in right. studying, man. You just can't read his word and and expect to get an understanding. It's like Greek. You gotta study. You gotta understand what where where are this event taking place when this when this was written. Where was it written at? Where was it? And who are the people? What year was that? And and what were they going through? That's studying. That's detail. Reading it, just reading it, man. You ain't get no understanding. And so as you go into studying, the Spirit shares some things with you. He clears some stuff up for you. You see what I'm saying? You studying, you trying to figure out, well, who are these people and where are they? Where are they now? And then the, as you find out where they are and, and, and what they're doing now, the Spirit's saying, yeah, you remember that you went through something similar to that. And, and it makes you understand it at that time. Because it it brings things, it brings parables. The Spirit will bring parables that you understand to relate itself back to God's Word. That's what Jesus did when he was there. Jesus used parables. You remember the disciples always asked him, what does that mean? And Jesus will always give them a parable that they understood. And and that will align itself up with his Word. Because they didn't understand some things that the Word was saying. So... That hadn't changed. That's what I meant when I told you I agree with you because the Word hadn't changed. How you teach it, change it. Does that make sense? That's right. It does. It does. So, so, so when I tell you that, that that the people are saying to me, which made sense, that the Word has been compromised, is one reason why the church is in the, in the, in the condition that it's in now because the Word is being compromised. God's word is being compromised. So when you look at and somebody asks you, well, uh, whatever happened to the real church, the real church is when things were really God related. You had God-fearing people. You had you had leaders of the church, the pastors rather. You had pastors that was that didn't, I mean they had four or five church, three and four or five churches. That's that's how they got paid, but they were going from church to church. They didn't work no other job. And then you had some that did it because that's what they wanted to do. And the church took care of them. The church took care of them. I know pastor now where the church continuously take care of him. He don't have to pay nothing. They pay his insurance, pay his house note, everything for him. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Because the Lord don't want the pastor worried about this or that. He's got to focus on his people. So whatever happened to the real church? What do you think? And I just gave you some things that, 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 that the, uh, some people were saying. There's one thing that, that, that I want to bring out before uh, before we, we, we get out of here. because we, Man, I can talk about this all night long. But there was one thing that I want to talk about that we didn't hit on as to one reason why the church is not the way it used to be. And whatever happened to the real church, uh, it's an imbalance of the leadership team. They're not on the same page. The leadership team. And
2: that's 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 what I was saying, Reverend. That's exactly what I was saying. That's 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 key.
0: We all that. It's you know. I mean, I. I ooh. Yeah. I, I mean, you you don't have the the the. Look at the Bible, okay. When 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 the Bible speaks of the deacons, when they first started, they were helpers, man. They kept stuff off of uh, of 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 the pastor, and the, the, there was things that the pastor didn't have to do, didn't have to worry about. All he worried about was the word of God and loving God's people. That's all he did. That's all he did. But any okay, issues, yeah. But issues came up. That was the deacons. Yeah,
2: they were all on one accord. Right. They were all on one accord. Right. On so And, 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 and you, you, you bring up a lot of good things. There's one thing that I, I also think too here mm-hmm. is that the, the leaders not only in the church, but the leaders in the world today.
0: Right. That's right. Is
2: mocking is mocking God that's right oh I, I agree with that
0: they're mocking I God I agree with that you know, and, 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 and,
2: and God is a God who should, does not and should not be mocked, mocked. that's right and they're mocking God and they're putting on for people just so people can see something from an outward or uh, show that people see
0: that they're knowing it, it's not right well so people are saying well guess
2: what why, 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 why
0: follow this religion if I know that's not right? I, I, I know that's just there for a sure. show. Mm-hmm. Why do? hmm yeah. So, so why do you think that? And I'm, I'm gonna ask Dr. Doer that. What, why do you think that 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 the, the it's like that today? That we're having these issues today when we shouldn't be. There, if there was ever a time that we need to all be on one accord it got to be. It should be this time. But it's not. We're just as divided as we ever been. So, Dr. do what do you think is causing that? Um, Truthfully,
1: can I say? Yeah. Miss awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind
3: of a, it's just a, it's an ego thing. Um, you know, everybody wants to be a chief and not, and nobody wants to be the enemy. Mm. Um, and, and so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. testosterone passed around just uh, all over the place. I hate to say it that way, but um, it's like if if one person leads or stewards well, you find a way to work. They find a way to work against that, right? So,
1: right. You know,
3: uh, so so you see more pride, you see more haughtiness, uh, and as I said, instead of working together, you know, as a as a team, it's I don't want to be outshined. Huh? Um, I've
0: noticed. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I've noticed
3: that sometimes, like um, if one just say like you have the, the senior pastor, uh, he he taught and then he has a uh, an associate pastor, someone that that leads under him, and he does a better job. Uh, he, he may feel like I won't say it's necessarily a better job. Maybe that particular sermon that was given at, that um, on that um in that series that he taught, right, may have wanted the, the congregation really. Gravitated to, and so when it takes the attention from the head, that the head, if he's not spiritually uh, strong enough, it, it'll cause him to, to um, get in a form of jealousy. I guess you can say. Yeah. And so whether to say, well, my my leader has been groomed well, and he's uh, he's in a good, safe place, and um, you know, if, if I had to. Be positioned to step down. I ha- I know I ha- what happened on my team. Right. It it be more or less that they want all the control. That's you know, right. rather than like you said, utilizing that their um uh, their uh, deacons or leadership. You know, in an appropriate manner, it it'll become all about like um I'll get all the glory. Right.
0: That- does that
3: make sense?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Make make and it make.
3: Work together, you become. Even more divided, you know. Like I can say so. It's
0: still a, it's still a thing of haughtiness and pride and ego. Right, and 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 I agree with that 100. percent One of the things that I've learned, um, in 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 my my ministry, uh, uh, I would say roadmap is the fact that it's not about me. I can't. I've learned that this ministry is not about me. It's it's about the Lord, and I have mm-hmm. to. I have to see it that way in order to stay focused on it. So, because if I see it any other way, if I put it into any other perspective, I'm going to get off track. So, so I have to say, and I have to see it as something that that is 100% of the Lord, and I've got to make sure to be careful not to mess that up because it's too important. Live. Yes, sir. How you doing, Doctor? <laughs>
4: hey, I'm good, good, good Good evening, everyone. Uh, Reverend Wells. Listen, um, it was just something that uh, Sister Durr said, Dr. Durr said, uh, that brought attention to what we're talking about this evening. And, um, she said something that was key because my pastor, who just recently passed, rest his, rest his soul, he he had seven, we had seven associates at Greater Pearly Grove. And so the thing about Pastor Mason, he told us, he said, and the old church, sometime in the old church, you had pastors who, when they saw a new
1: preacher coming into the congregation, uh-huh. they were under their leadership. They didn't really want to expose them to a whole lot. To, to her, Dr. Durr's point is that, you know, they may have felt a
4: little bit of jealousy about that. Yeah. And, and, and so, and I think a lot of times, even in the new church and today a lot of pastors preachers are carrying over that same uh, mentality because, you know, when there's a new rooster in the in-house, sometimes you think he's trying to take over, but instead of instead of sharing everything with them, sometimes they want to hold back some things. Yeah. But my past did a great job with uh, disseminating. Um preaching times for seven different associates because he always says something. He said he's going to be held liable for what he allows us to do and what God has given Amen. him to do to teach us. <laughs> he's going to be held liable for that being the senior pastor. Right. he always made no bones about it. He said, and and are you all allowed like to help me? He said, the thing about when God calls his people into the ministry, he said it's for a reason. That's right. He said our church was that large. He said, each one of the ministers in that church has somebody that they could affect. Mm-hmm. You that's what I'm saying he that's said, right could, that's right we could preach on pastor and I could preach on the same sermon in the same day and somebody's gonna get somebody that when I preach is gonna get it differently from when he preaches that's somebody right. may not get it from me but they may get it from them so I think as you said we need to be able to as pastor preachers to disseminate responsibilities and not worry so much about if someone else is going to if you will I have to use the term outshine but yeah. God has for different reasons that's so right he, he devises something in me that he doesn't deposit in Dr. Lynn. That's right. Vice versa. that's right. That's right. I can only be who I am, and whatever His purpose is for us, it's going to come through, and people are going to look at it, and not saying that they're trying to be better than Him. You're just doing what God is giving
0: yeah. you to do. that's right. You, I, want, I want y'all to tell me how many of those people that God called to 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 lead His people really went to Jesus and said, "I want to do this." <laughs> I mean, now, all of those good people who God called to lead His people. God handpicked them. They, he picked them out. <laughs> they they didn't just go to him and say, "Hey, Jesus, I want to do this. God, I want to do this. Let me be this. Let me go." They didn't go there and. Oh, they, why didn't
3: they do
0: it? Yeah, and they were. They ended up being powerful, and, That's right. and when they when they accepted the role, they didn't back down. They didn't back down. They did because it wasn't about them. They didn't see it about them being something about them. It's about the the mission that they want. They went, listen, they went to war for the Lord. And that's what we have to have today. You want to know what what happened to the real church? The question should be, what happened to the real leaders of the church? That's it. And, and, And if we can answer whatever happened to the real leaders of the church, we got our answer to whatever happened to the real church. Because, because because it's got to have it's got to have some good leaders some leaders that's gonna stand and I and I went back and, and mentioned about Paul and 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 David and all of those guys let me just say this to you all of those people that that God chose to go out and lead his people they could care less about what people thought about them they did what God wanted them to do period and that's what you got to have happen today and our church today Whatever happened to the real church, it's because our leaders, the real leaders, they're in the background now. They, they they're they in the background. They're not leading. They following. They become followers. And the, thing, and the thing about that too, Dr. Nan, I'm sorry to interrupt
4: you, but the thing about that is that in, in the church and especially now in 2022, it, you know, the real church and I hate to say it in these
1: terms, but some things have to change because it's a it's going to be a new way. The gospel's gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. But the effectiveness and of how we do, we
4: have to have a more effective ministry because right now people are hurting. People are still, it's at the great falling away. People are saying, okay, this has been going on, this pandemic has been going on, and the church doors, a lot of places have been closed, and people are not really putting out the word as they used to before. Now we're doing a lot of different things. We have to be more effective. We have to be more creative. We have to be more innovative and related when we start doing what we do now because now is the time for the church to resurface, if you will, because it really has been like it's been downplayed a lot because a lot, like you said, a lot of past preachers, they got to the point where the pandemic was holding them back, so to speak, and we should have been showing more of our resiliency and showing the trust in God in the midst of that. So folks will say, man, i Throughout this whole pandemic, the church was right there doing what they were doing still teaching us and encouraging us. That's right. And we've been missing that. We've been missing that because we've been psyched. That's right. You know, I'm trying to see what's going to happen. That's right. Uh, You know. But we trust in the
0: Lord. That's we're right. Every I trust
4: the Lord, but but I don't know if I should open the doors this Sunday. Yeah. Well, those who the, the Bible declares that you have here that you here. That's right. You can't expect everybody ain't to come back to the church even when the doors do open. That's so right. We have to get able to focus on those who are coming. That's right. Those who are still hungry for the Word, and that's, that's right. what a lot of people have been missing that
0: Word. And you you do once you do your research, you'll find out that even during the the pandemic and uh, the things that happened in the church. Yeah, there was some stuff that happened in the church, and in the, in the biblical days, that that just just this this stuff that it, it can't even compare to this. It was so bad, but the people still had an opportunity to go to the church. That's where they got their hope from. They could always go to the church. Church was gonna always be there, no matter what happened. Didn't matter. They were gonna always be there, and they knew that. The people knew that what happened to the church now this little thing about pandemic and i say that and i will be truthful with you that this this again had to be of the lord this pandemic had to be of the lord because he's trying to get the attention of the people and he he want them to understand that listen i've seen how you've been living your lives and i've seen how you've been treating my people and i'm going to call some stuff but now, mm-hmm. he, here's another thing that I want us to get tonight. If you don't get anything else out of what we're talking about, get this part. I don't necessarily believe in all of my heart that it was this pandemic was sent just for the sinful folks. I, be- I believe that God is trying to wake up those who are in the church. Yes, sir. Uh, and who are professing to be who they say that they are and they are not. And so, God is trying to wake them up and say, you better get straight here because you haven't been living the way that you've been talking. You've just been talking, and you know better. And so, and think about it. We've got leaders that will, Sunday, will will preach the gospel, do all that stuff that they're supposed to do, and Monday morning, they're back in the streets. These these are leaders. And, And so, God... Go ahead, doctor. It's just like you said, Reverend Skew, and just like you said, Skew, and, just like you're standing, and this is so, so, so relevant. It's just like you said, you know,
2: first thing is we got to make sure that God gets, God gets the glory. All the God, time. God has to get the glory. That's the first thing.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And then, truly, truly, from, 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 from day one of the pandemic, I know you have, I have. As preachers, as ministers, as uh deliverers of the god of the gospel, you need to find a way of getting God's message out there to his people. Right,
0: that's right.
2: You you don't you should that's not right. be confined by four walls. Four walls do not confine <laughs> to God. That's
0: right. You
2: just your it is your obligation, it's your duty. To preach the word in season, yeah, Odyssey.
0: that's right, that's when right. You
2: can and when you can't,
0: that's right. I, I
2: love this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with this. I love what Paul said. He said, If you go through the book of Corinthians, I'll tell you what he said, I have you, I have you not be ignorant.
0: That's right, huh? yeah, that's so, right.
2: So, so, so we can't be ignorant to that fact, we've got to stand on God's word, we've got to be. Faithful.
4: If anybody's called to be faithful, we are called to be faithful. That's it. That's it. And let me jump on this right quick, Brother Mark. a great message. I preached a sermon on Sunday, and the sermon came from First Corinthians chapter 11, verse one. And all this simplicity. He said, "Follow me." And also, as I am following Christ, no. and see that's what that's what that's what the church is looking at. That's what the parishioners are looking at. What is the pastor doing in the midst of this season? What are our leaders doing to encourage us? Because if they, the church is only as
1: strong as the leadership. That's right. Everything, everything with leadership if your pastor is timid about what he's going to do, he's un- un- uncertain about what he's going to do, then your members are
4: going to be that way, you have to stand firm regardless because you have a boldness in what Christ has called you to do if he calls you to do it, then guess what he's going to make provisions in order for you to go through it, so we have to get that boldness back in the word of God and stop being so concerned again what the world thinks I'm more concerned about what God knows about me than what any man, any woman, any
0: creature thinks about me, I'm more concerned with that. I tell you what, I, you see that there's some fire in the house now and I think we, we realize I, I that that listen, if we stay with the word of God and, and this conversation that we're having, there's no accident that God has not put this together. God put this together for us to be able to come together and talk about the reasoning why we're not like we used to be. And and that the church itself has to be able to understand that it is a foundation. God's word is what that church stands on. It sits on God's word. And as, as we, listen, we can't just speak it and not believe it. We, we, we can't do that. You know, it's got to be in rooted down inside of you. And, and I'm gonna tell you, you can tell the ones who got it and who don't have it because they, they, when they speak it, they speak boldly. They ain't worried about whether or not you got it or not. They ain't worried about that. They ain't worried about how you feel about what they saying and the things that you're talking about. Them when you said, "Hey, you ain't," yeah, they ain't worried about that. And I tell the church all the time, I ain't worried about that. I say if I stepped on your toe, move them out the way because I'm stepping. And these 12 is going to touch somebody. And so, yeah, they coming. And I'm not I'm not worrying about it. And I, as I told the church once before, I said, listen, the, the vision of the Lord for this church is going to go forward as long as I'm here. And I said, you're welcome to join me. But if you don't want to join me, don't get in my way. Oh, that's right, don't, don't get in my way. Because because I'm gonna run over you, I'm I'm yes, telling you sir. now, I'm warning you, I'm gonna run over yes, you, and, and I and I'm not gonna look back and see if you get up. I'm gonna run slap over you, because it's too important. It's too important. God be the glory, y'all. We have to close this thing, man. I, good gracious, alive. I'm so thankful, and I hate to close it, but we you know yeah. we we're so mindful of people's time in that we don't want to. You know, we don't want to hold it too long. We try to do 45 minutes, but it's just the spirit of the Lord just came and said, no, you stop when I say stop. And so, <laughs> uh, and so it's been a blessing. Uh, again, the, the, I just want to mention the title of our episode tonight is whatever happened to the, the real church. And we, we, we still didn't get through half of what I wanted to talk about. So we might have to bring it again next week some more. Uh, and you guys are invited to come back again because we're going to keep going until we finish this thing. Uh, it's a little bit more that we got to do in my mind. So, but before we close, let me just say this. I want to make sure Dr. Wells and Dr. M- uh, Marcus and, and Dr. Doer, if you guys want to make any final comments before we close up uh, this episode. 30 seconds if you want to.
4: Yeah, real quickly, I just want to say it's just truly a blessing and and, and I just want to encourage each and every one of us are as children of God, of the most high, to understand that that God has brought us this far to lead us. That's he right. has not, He's never forsaken us. There have been many of us who've gone through this pandemic, having lost a job, having lost a loved one, having that's had right. to have our, uh, being
1: in the hospital because of any sicknesses. That's
0: God right. is still blessed yet in the midst
4: of it. So sometimes you can find beauty in
0: the midst of something that's trash. That's right. Thank you, brother. Right. Yes, uh Dr. Door, come on with it. Any final comment from you, ma'am?
3: Um, I, well, I actually, joined, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, but I, I think it's a blessing, like, like you said, to be able just to even get together to congregate about uh, God's goodness and His intent. You know, His intent for our lives and what He wants us to walk out. So, thank you for uh, inviting us.
0: on. awesome. All right, Dr. Marcus Evans, Reverend Reverend Evans.
3: Well, so just
2: just want to say once again, I thank you for this form. I thank you for this opportunity because it's truly a blessing to get together and to to discuss the word of God. But what's truly a blessing? I want us to get to understand that if it was not for God, this moment would not be possible. This 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 this, this earth realm that we we are in would not be possible. We would never give back to the church like 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 we used to praise and the, what we used to do. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to go forward in giving God the praise and standing on God's word. And once again, thank you, my brother.
0: Awesome. Thank you, each of you. Uh, I would love to, as I said to you, uh, Reverend Marcus, last week, uh, hold your seat for next week because we got some more to go. So, uh, And I'm inviting the other two. You got uh, uh, two doctors Uh, Y'all, I think y'all owe me So I think uh, You you can come back next week And uh, as I told As I told Reverend Marcus If you can't come, put somebody else in your seat That that you feel comfortable That can carry it for you Uh, Otherwise I want to see you here at 6.30 again next, Next Tuesday If God's willing So that we can finish this discussion About whatever happened to the real church and, and I think that uh, the people need to get on fire about where we are now with God's church and the way that God expects us to live and, and and work in His church. So we need to we need to know that because I don't think that the people of today is getting a good understanding of how God's church is supposed to be ran, managed, and dealt with, and and the things that that God wants us to understand about His church. The people don't. If if they don't know about Lord, the Lord's Church and what it stands for, then how can we expect them to to operate within the realms of God's Church? So so you know the Bible says that my, my people perish for lack of what knowledge. So we got to make sure that we teach them. And so so you guys are going to come back next week. Thank you. I'm going to ask a favor of, of Dr. Wells, if you don't mind, prayers out of uh, of this episode. And uh, until we meet again, if you would pray us out.
4: Amen. If all our hearts and minds are satisfied, let us pray. Oh, gracious and merciful Father, we come this evening thanking you for what our eyes have seen and what our ears have heard. Father God, we just continue to pray one for another, Father God. We just continue to pray that we know and understand your word. You said that iron sharpens iron. Father God, we pray next time that we meet with this session that it'll be full of people who are hungry and thirsty and craving the Word of God, the knowledge and understanding of God, Father God, right now say a prayer for everyone who is on this line, Father yes, God. So. Brother Marcus, Sister Durk, Dr. Land, yes. uh, those who may watch you. We just continue to lift them up. And, and even though we're going through some inclement weather right now, we know that God still covers us as we continue to pray for that. And I pray for each one of their ministries. Father God, I pray that when they go to church on Sunday, the church will be on fire. The word of God will go forth and say souls will be saved, Father God. Folks will come running to ask you, what must I do to be saved? Yeah. So, Father God, in the midst of this season that we are yet going through, Father God, and it is a season, and we do know that seasons come to an end, yes, so Father right. God, I pray that when this season comes to an end, that we come out better than we were before, Father God, I pray that we've learned something throughout yes. the midst of this season, oh, yes. Father God, Thank because you. if we haven't learned anything, then we're doomed to fail the game, yes, so Father right. God, I pray right now that we continue to just lift you up, and we yes. pray for your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, and in his name we do pray,
0: Amen. 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 Once again, thank you all. Thank you for that prayer. Uh, Y'all be blessed. And uh, uh, listen, tell your family I love them. And keep us in prayer. And we'll see you next week at 6.